money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Spring has sprung. The grass is riz. I wonder where the flowers is. <laughs> I, I knew that you would come out with something just <laughs> off the cuff when I said that. So I learned that in elementary school. Oh, well, there we go. Bring it all back, eh? So uh, there is a, another saying, you know, in to, to follow up on that, that everything that we really need to know in life we, we learned, learned in, in kindergarten, kindergarten. So, so there it is everything we really need to know <laughs> this morning you go back to your kindergarten and join us there because that's where Reb and Dave are right now <laughs> yikes I remember I my... did not learn about the topic we're talking about today in kindergarten that's true although my I do remember having trauma around nap time in kindergarten, but we won't go there. We're not going to talk about Dave's trauma today. Thank you for joining us. So this is Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, not Let's Reminisce About Kindergarten with Dave and Reb. And we're so happy. Thank you for stopping that. Yes. (laughs) We're happy that you joined us. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, there are multiple places where you can find the podcast, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, notmine.ca, and of course, in your favorite podcasting platform. And and if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, then uh, feel free to reach out, info at morethanenough.ca or through the website, and we'll make sure that we get on there. So, so there's a little intro. We've got one of our favorite regular guests with us. Uh, the, uh, Of course, uh, for those of you who have listened before, you would know uh, Ray Borg. Way to go, Ray. Uh, thanks for being here. Good to be with you guys again. You didn't give him a title. I bet you because we don't know his most current title. What is your most current title? Uh, donor and Client Relations. For Financial Discipleship Canada? No, with Canadian National Christian Foundation. <laughs> right. You know what? I'm going to stop trying to remember <laughs> what your title is. I know. You're, you're just a really good friend who also works with the notmine.ca website, which is a part of financial discipleship. That is yeah. still an ongoing thing, but you've kind of separated your tasks. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you got you got two halves there. Yeah. So church and ministry yeah. liaison. Yeah. And and we haven't had you on because of how I've been scheduling. We haven't had you on as often this year. We tried to do once a month, but anyway, but now in April you get Ray two weeks in a row. Because we wanted him here for today and for next week's show um, uh, mm-hmm. on Good Friday. Because mm-hmm. he, he's always a great Good Friday guest. <laughs> anyway, so today the two topics are related. We have we have giving on our mind. We have a lot of things on our mind. And uh, yeah, I, I, I maybe I shouldn't talk this show. No, because No, because I'm like, I feel really passionate and angsty okay. about our lack of giving. And I don't want to come across that way. I want to be encouraging, filled with the spirit. But I'm like, you know, it's time to get our act together. Because I, I asked um, Ray and Dave before the show this morning, you know, what are people really believing about giving? And then Ray had this brilliant statement. He said, well, that's both a spiritual question and a philosophical one. 
And so, a practical one. And yeah, pra- okay. practical, yeah, that's right. And practical. So these two shows, we're going to talk about giving in, in ways maybe we haven't before or are just fresh for this season. And we're, we're really wanting you and me and we're like we're all asking ourselves this question what does giving what do we believe about giving and do we think it was just a little suggestion that jesus taught that god lays out in his word and it's a great suggestion but no not today lord like i i don't i you know there's that but we're going to get that into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. The verses I picked are from James. I was just, I was smiling and you can't see that because we're on a podcast and, and that, but I was smiling at Reb because I was like, so are we going to get to the verses? Yes. Okay. Let's get to the You know, the you give me a hard time about the I verses do. all the time. Well, this, it's, <laughs> it's the foundation I, of what, what I'm what going to read on? the verses. Awesome. Are you listening? I am. Listen well. Okay. James 3 verse 13 says, who is wise and understanding among you let them show it by their good life by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom but if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts do not boast about it or deny the truth such wisdom and in my translation it actually has those air quotes so i'm air quoting such wisdom does not come down from heaven but is earthly unspiritual demonic For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Now, why on earth did I pick this? Because there is an undercurrent that we are finding, discovering, and talking with people over the season, and especially in this season. This season is not easy for people. It's hard. But we, uh, as Ray often encourages me, you know, don't drop the ball. He doesn't say it like that. But just because it's hard doesn't mean you're... St- God didn't uncall you from the calling just because it's hard. Mm. He didn't say, well, right, you don't have to be a mother today because it's just too hard with COVID and those toddlers and and sickness and war. It's just too hard. He doesn't, he doesn't take that away. He doesn't remove that. But instead, he equips us and sustains us and strengthens us in it. And he gives us his word as... as um, these guideposts along the journey and these verses are about wisdom that 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 wisdom isn't selfish or self-centered or proud it doesn't boast it's not envious it doesn't harbor bitterness and in this this season we're seeing bitterness in people offense in people easier to get angry um less uh less release of of their resources to give with some people, not everybody, mm-hmm. you know, but what we're seeing through coaching and our more than enough office is enough to discourage us. But we have Ray in our, our corner saying, <laughs> you can't drop the ball nope. just because it's hard. And I'm being really honest. And maybe you guys, you listeners don't want me to be honest. Then you might as well listen to another show. Okay. Wow. I know. Wow, that's, I, I that's, just, that's really hard, Rev. I oh, know. I, I'm sorry. I said I shouldn't probably be on the show today. Well, I well, think you're saying a key thing, Reb, because I think for all of us, um, 
I mean, do we embrace the hardships? You know, James starts with that um, to take joy in the trials. And so the joy is, has nothing to do with an emotion of happiness, but realization that deliverance has already been made. And so, which ties into, I mean, as we're coming into Easter, is the, the deliverance Jesus has made for us. So, in that hard place, what is our response? Is it to let fear, bitterness, resentment, anger just run us and become the primary emotions that we're living out of? Or does it come to that place of, okay, Lord, in the midst of hardness, you teach us. I don't know where, I mean, we can't be immune to what's going on uh, around the world right now. And so, you know, it, let's put it in perspective. Um, how difficult really is it? If you've lost, left everything to run f from being bombed, what is it at this point that you're just going to have to be doing that as a value to us? I think it just kind of reorients us in that perspective. And so, yeah, as you're saying, you know, <clears throat> what is our default position right now in this time of real hardship? Yeah, and I, and I think, uh, again, if we, we leverage the, 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 the James verses that we're looking at today, um, you know, it takes, it takes effort and intentionality to go, hey, I, I, I'm actually going to walk in humility. I'm actually going to look to the other person before my, myself. That's, you know, that's not selfish ambition, whatever the opposite of selfish ambition is. You know, I, I'm going to look to the other person first. And, and really, that's where we started the conversation this morning is, is how do we position ourselves to be, to be ready, to be available, to have the resources, to be able to share what we have? You know, when we talk about givings, I mean, there's sometimes some PST, PTSD around giving where we're saying, oh, you know, here we go. It's, uh, you know, I feel guilty because God says I got to give and I don't give and, and all of that. But to, to, to go to the wisdom of God to say, wait a minute, the reason God talks about this idea of, of us giving and sharing is because we actually need each other. We were designed to be in community, both emotionally, relationally, and financially. And so, you know, Paul talks about this uh, earlier on in, in the New Testament, where he talks about sometimes you have more than you need, and and you're you're the the one who's able to share. Sometimes uh, you you don't have enough, and you're the recipient of of someone else's generosity. This is community, right? This is what it means to live together. And I think in this season, more than ever, we need to be asking ourselves the question: How do I position myself? so that I am available to give when I need to give, to receive when I need to receive. And how, what does that look like in the, in the context of, of just being in community in, the, in this season where, um, you know, it's tough in a lot of, for a lot of families? So, so while there's an overarching question that we started with, like, what do we believe about giving? Because I think, I think it's, if, if you can take the time as a listener, take that qu question with you. Mm. What are what do you believe about giving when it's hard out there? Mm. Do you think God changes his mind? So did Jesus say, oh, you know what? Rome's a real harsh taskmaster. You're right. You, you don't need to give to the work of the Lord. I, like we never heard him say that. In fact, we heard him honor a woman who gave everything she had with mm -hmm. those two two cents or um, 
whatever the yeah. monetary value was. But um, I guess my question then is how, if we're going to talk about giving, how do we position ourselves to give in this season, in this hard time? And when we're feeling pressed in on every side, when we just want to escape to Netflix or just go to bed and you know, when things are hard, because there are hard. Now, for some people, it, they may not be hard. But how do we position ourselves to give? How do we have that peaceable wisdom from the Lord and operate in that wisdom to understand that giving is actually the DNA of the Lord? And it's His heart for us. And it's His heart in community to supply the need of the whole community. Hmm. Yeah, that one's for you, Ray. Just, <laughs> just putting that out there, right? Well, I think... I think, you know, Reb's question there for each one of us is, what do we believe about giving? Mm. Do we, is that something um, that is of value to us? Is it something we've made a decision about? Um, because if it's a decision we made, you know, just because it's challenging and hard, that doesn't change it. But what does that look like in this season? Um I think I go back always is, you know, to I, something we've talked about perhaps in the past about that default setting, God loves us. So, God loves us, so He's going to look after us. Whether it's hard or in, in, in seasons of plenty, He's going to look after us at that point. And in His ability to love us and give to us, then we're going to want to love Him back in response. And as it goes vertically and horizontally, it's, then we also want to love others and uh, the second greatest commandment. And so, how then do we love, express our love? And that's part of it is giving. And yeah. so, then in the midst of that, then what are the voices that are saying, why is giving not important? Is it because it's hard or is it, um, you know, I've got too many other demands on my money already? Um, mm -hmm. I, I mean, those are all things I think we have to all self-evaluate and present before the Lord and to say, Father, what is it that you are saying in the midst of, you know, you know my heart, you know my issues, Lord, what is it you want me to do? Is there something you want to teach me about giving in this season? So really, like if we ask how do we position ourselves, the very first thing we need to do is to understand what we were believing. And it what what do we believe about giving? What do we believe about what God taught, what Jesus speaks in the in in the story what mm -hmm. what does our community what is our community saying to us and what does the world tell us so you know that is a really you know what you believe because but but here's my thing you know years ago beth moore did a uh and some people don't like beth moore who listened so i'm sorry but you know i do like her so she did this study called believing god and it really like made you go inward and say, actually, do I actually believe what I say I believe? So you may say you believe in giving, but one really great way to really understand if you actually believe what you think you believe is to go look at your bank account and determine how much money you're giving away. H how much of your time, look at your calendar, how much of your resources is given to people who maybe are poor or needy. Um, and giving to your family is also great because sometimes our own families are poor and needy and in trouble and distress. I don't mean to say you can't just give to your family because some of us, some single moms out there are working with taking care of their kids, mm -hmm. like all of that. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not saying that that's not worth because that is odd, like amazing. 
Um, but if you are in that position where you're kind of proud about it and you think, yeah, I'm giving, I don't need to listen to, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm good to go. I got my 10% or my 5% or, you know, um, but maybe just, just evaluate it. You don't know what you don't know. So if you take a look and you think, oh man, I thought I was giving 10% or I thought I was giving, you know, eight or five or giving this dollar amount and actually, um, I said today, we made a plan last year and we never gave the one place we decided to give in January of 2021. I never followed up on it and, and I didn't realize it till January 2022. So like it just happens. It slips and you make a commitment and you're like, oh, but I didn't follow through. There are things you don't know that you don't know. So actually going, understanding what you believe and then actually going and looking in your bank account to find out if you're if your beliefs are backed up by what you say you believe, then I think that's a really smart, practical thing. See, that mm-hmm. was a practical thing I just threw in there. Nice. nice. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I was I was thinking about uh, that verse, I think it's verse 17 of the, the passages that you read, where, um, you know, James says, wisdom comes from heaven first. And then he goes on to describe it, and, and I'll just grab it here. So, pure peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, uh, peacemakers who sow peace, reap a harvest of righteousness. And, and you know, as you were talking, Rep, I was like, so how do we apply, uh, you know, that a lot of those things that, that James is talking about there are, are um, they're principles. They're like, we apply that to our practical money. So, you know, Again, if if there's wisdom that comes, you know, again, I'm asking the Lord for wisdom and it's coming down from heaven and then I'm filtering it through this verse and say, well, it's pure, it's peace loving, it's considerate, it's submissive. You know, how does my bank account reflect those characters, right? Like, how do we take this and say, can I apply it to my bank account? And that frees us, right? It frees us from the, the uh, you know, the 10%, maybe there's some guilt around, I'm not tithing enough, or but it frees us to say, if I look at my bank account, does it reflect peace loving? Does it reflect me being considerate? Does it reflect, you know, being full of mercy? Again, I, you know, as we, as we talk about this verse, can, can we look at our bank accounts and go, does... If I was to present this before the Father in heaven, you know, and go, Father, I know you're good. I know, show me, like, help me to manage these resources in a way that reflects your wisdom. Then, you know, that's that's a different perspective than going, hey, there's a whole bunch of things that I got to spend money on because, you know, the money's kind of running me, you know, <laughs> it's like the, the dog wagging the tail. But if, if we can... Take this and turn it around and say, Lord, I'm going to present my, you know, my next month's bank statement. So it's basically a, ba- a blank page, even though I can look at last month, but I can look at the next month and say, can you give me the wisdom to, to organize my finances so they reflect, you know, the peace loving, the considerate, the, the, the submissive, the mercy, all of those things that James talks about. Um, what would that look like? And, you know, it may not look that much different. It may look radically different, 
I don't know what it would look like for you, but I, I'm, you know, as we're talking today, and this happens a lot on the show, if you're new to the show, we, you know, this happens and I'm like, I'm going to have to do that with I'm my like, bank account, Nick. Like, we're going to have to go look at that, Reb. You didn't talk about this before. No, we didn't talk about this before. I don't know. What do you think about that, Ray? Well, you know what, you know, as, as Dave was talking about that, then I went back up to verse 15 because it talks about the contracting wisdom that you wrote, read about earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. But mine actually, in my um, version, the New King James says sensual. And sensual, actually, it says here that has to do with the natural or physical and relates to the five senses. So I thought, well, isn't that interesting? You know, if we took our bank accounts, if we looked at that, what would that give us a snapshot picture of over one month? How much of it would have been kind of of the senses, the sensual in that sense? Um, you know, did I did I click on Amazon? Did I click on um, mm-hmm. social media ads? Uh, did I walk through the store uh, and buy excessive foods and that kind of stuff? Or did I go? How many times did I go out to eat in the restaurants and that kind of stuff? So how sensual was my um, spending habits uh, in comparison to our giving when you contrast the two. Well, and let me put the giving piece in because I'm thinking of the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. How yeah. many more Canadians have given in this season to the Ukraine because of the the response of our senses? So we've seen with our eyes, we've heard with our ears, our heart is moved mm-hmm. to by the stories and the deaths and the hardship of the Ukraine. And, and isn't that, I mean, that's the, like of the beauty of, of giving in crisis because we are moved when, (laughs) when something grips us, it grips our hearts, our senses. Right. And then we are moved to give. So in that, in that sense, Ray, that follows true because we are, the Canadians are giving, even in the Canadian National Christian Foundation where you're working, there's a lot of release of finances to the Ukraine, as far as I understand. And that's mm-hmm. happening all over through all kinds of ministries. Churches are saying, donate, we're going to send it to the Ukraine. Like, and even a- even like, you know, I've had a couple conversations in the last month with people that are saying, I've got a room, uh, I've got a place if there are refugees that are coming in from the Ukraine, um, you know, I have space, I'm willing to share that space. Um, maybe you don't have money, maybe you have space. Uh, again, there there's a need there. And, and we're using Ukraine as as the current example, but you know, we don't have to look to the Ukraine either. There are people in our community, there are people in our workplaces, there are people literally as we walk into stores or walk out of stores, now that we can do that, uh, <laughs> that you can say, okay, I can see that that person has a need. Um, maybe they don't even have to express it. You can just see it, um, you know? And so what does that look like? And sometimes we use money and this is a money show and, and yes, sometimes we use money, but sometimes it's, it's just paying attention and, and seeing a coworker who maybe for the last couple of days has simply been down and you're like, well, what's going on? And in all of our crazy scheduling, we don't take the time to just even ask the question. And, and that's enough uh, in terms of, of sharing and, and positioning ourselves to have the eyes to see, uh, you know, that uh, of what's going on around us. So how important is it to foster, like, even in this understanding of giving, Ray, um, fostering our relationship with the Lord? So once we're, we're determining, we got to figure out what we believe about giving. We're looking at our bank accounts. We're, we're putting it up against this wisdom verse, uh, these verses. You know, 
um, how important is it, is it for the connection with the father, that abiding, that, that digging in um, for this discussion, for our giving, for why we're giving and how we're giving? Uh, you know what, I, as you were just going to ask that question, I thought, Lauren, I think part of it, and I, I'm feeling challenged myself as I say this, but have I actually come before the Lord and asked the Lord question, what do you think about my giving? Because the whole theme of, of today's program is about positioning yourself to give. Well, Lord, how do you see giving and how do you see my giving? How do you see my heart towards giving? And I'm, I'm challenged by, I'm not sure I've ever asked the Lord that. Um, I think, I'm really honest, sometimes it's about doing the checkboxes. Okay, yes, I've done the 10 tithe. I've done this. I'm given in this area and this area. And I've, and I've prayed and asked the Lord. But I haven't sat down quietly and said, Father, how do you see my giving? Where am I measuring up? And perhaps where are some areas where you would like to stir my heart differently? And are, am I open to any course correction? I, am, am I willing to open up my heart even to, to yield to that, to hear what he might be saying? Um, and am I, am I being self-centered in my giving in a sense that somehow I'm get, having some gratification because I'm feeling like I've done what I, I, I'm, I'm being a good Christian. I'm being a good man. I've, I've, you know, I've done what I needed to do, but I haven't asked and referenced the Lord in that process. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I'm feeling convicted. So. Yeah, but that is I'm I don't think I'm far off that conviction because because we do make excuses. We say, "Well, I am already giving. God God's going to be happy with this because I'm already giving." But when we haven't even talked to him about it, um, and and, and you know, um, while you were saying that, Ray, um, I was thinking of uh, there's a scene in Schindler's List which impacts me every time I've watched the movie, and I've only watched it twice. But near the end, you know, they are. You know, all of the workers are kind of lined up, and uh, and he he's escaping, right? They're they're kind of like he's leaving, and he he breaks down, saying, "Oh, I could have sold this car. I could have, I could have, I could have, like, I could have saved, saved more, more people. I could have saved more people if, if I had have done, you know, this different." And and, and again, I, I, that 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 impacts me simply because. Sometimes we're just in the midst of life. We're in the midst of all of it. And as you you pointed out, Ray, taking a step back and just saying, "Okay, Lord, like let me just come before you in honesty and say, Lord, are you know what is it? Like, can I just rest in the answer that you're going to give me, whether I have to give more or whether you're saying no? Like, I'm you know you're doing what you needed to do. And in that scene, the workers were like, "No, you couldn't have give more. You couldn't have like. But all the people, we are all people that save because of you." And and Schindler, of course, was like, "No, uh, you know, I, I could have given more." And I, and I think we can. There's both to the question in the sense of can we come to the Lord in the honesty and say, um, you know, Lord, th- this my heart is is to honor you with the resources you've put in my bank account, and and really just say, how am I doing? Like, and and to, in honesty, hear the Lord's voice on that because there is freedom in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there, and we don't need to look at our neighbors to figure out how they're giving. No, we look to the Lord. We look to the Lord to do that. That's yeah. my last little comment about positioning. We, it's looking to the Lord. So, Ray, will you pray, pray us out today? Father, we just say thank you for your word, this reminder in James about walking in godly wisdom and spiritual wisdom. And, um, Father, how that relates to our giving. Father, we want to be positioned in our giving and we want to be... Um, 
reflecting your giving to each one of us and out of grateful hearts and seeing the needs as you were moved as you walked on the um, through the ste- streets of Jerusalem and, and through the land, the mountains and valleys, as you impacted people, you saw their needs and you reached out and you blessed and you ministered. Father, may we have the same kinds of hearts. May we be honest before you. May we be transparent as we ask you, would you come and speak to us about how you see our giving? And so, Lord, that as we hear you speaking, as we feel your conviction, not your condemnation, may we be responsive, may we be obedient. Help us, strengthen us to follow you in this whole area and continue to teach us. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, we'll continue the conversation next week. So please join us when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.